outrageous may be very necessary. Strictly in a military way. But give to me a rookie and his rhythm. Shoulder arms and let the orchestra play. Hip, 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 hip. One, two, three, four. Play it, boy. Shoulder arms and let the orchestra play. Island dump. She is known as Belladonna. 
But her birth certificate says McGill She's a bombshell from Brooklyn And not from Brazil
And uh, next up, I'm going to play a little Fanny Flag. You know, you can hardly pick up a newspaper nowadays without seeing a report of someone somewhere sighting a, a UFO. That's the un unidentified flying object. Um, they may be called unidentified, but people are still identifying them. No, they're, un they're identifying the unidentifiability of them, actually. Recently, uh, a woman right here in Fernwood not only sighted one of those things, but she claims she came into intimate contact with an alien from another planet. Hey. Uh, she's come here tonight to tell us her story, so would you please welcome Mrs. Sylvia Miller. our spaceship. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> well, we're very happy to have you. I'm sure everyone's uh, pretty eager to just hear your story. Why don't you start right in? Yes. Well, let me tell you how it was with me. It was uh, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It was a Thursday. It was uh, very much like any other Thursday. I was out in my backyard taking down my wash. Sure. And I was standing there, and all of a sudden, I noticed a huge beam of white light. Well, at first, I thought perhaps I had used too much bleach, but then the light became whiter and whiter, and I watched it, and it, it uh, went behind my house in the meadow. You've never been there, but there's no. a meadow. And the strangest thing happened. All of a sudden, uncontrollably, I began to uh, go towards the beam of light, just walking uncontrollably, still clutching a pair of my husband's shorts. And as I got closer to the beam of light, the sky turned blue, and all of a sudden, through the blueness, at this point, I could make out a, a metal object, I would say, perhaps 30 feet this way. Oh, boy. And um, as I approached it, a huge ramp shot from this uh, thing, and all of a sudden, at the end of the ramp, there was a door, and the door opened, and at this particular time, a uh, blue man of about two feet with antennas walked toward me, and the next thing that happened really just shocked, shocked me to death, I'll tell you the truth. Well, um, I know it's hard for you to talk about it. Um, could you tell us what happened next? Well, the next thing, the next thing that happened is uh, he threw open his spacesuit and a beam of light shot right out at me. Uh -oh. What in the universe is this? I'm yes. So it didn't have anything to do with your bleach. Uh, no. no. And uh, as the beam of light uh, shot towards me, uh, all of my clothes came off. Holy cow, like a white tornado, like this. That's just incredible. Yes, uh, they just, uh, for some reason, flew off, including my husband's underwear. <laughs> Which we have not found. Yeah, which you were holding rather than wearing. Oh, yes, at that time holding them. Than wearing Throw that up. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, at this particular time, that's exactly what happened. So you were just standing there naked as the day you were born, basically. Yes, I was naked, uh-huh. Uh, and was he naked, too? Uh, I mean, the individual, not your husband. The one who the came out. The blue man? Yes. That's a very good question. Uh, well, let me, let me be honest. I don't know because, you see, I have nothing to compare it with. Let me think. Uh, he certainly wasn't anything like my husband. 
that good or bad. Well, we don't know until we hear the rest of the story, I don't think. Yes, uh, hmm. but uh, anyhow, it was at this time that uh, he, uh, I don't know how to put this delicately, uh, had his way with me. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I think you put it very delicately. Um, but it put a lot less delicately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a second here, though. Uh, I, I, this is, I mean, this is all so fantastic. Are you, are you trying to tell me that, that you were abused by an intergalactic being? I'm not sure that I understand that terminology. Are you uh, It was definitely an interracial thing. Yeah. Time, uh, naturally, of course, I started to scream. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, nothing came out of my mouth. Has that? I went <sighs> nothing. Uh, has that ever happened to you? Just when I'm doing the search breath test. Yes. <laughs> it was a terrible thing. And then at this particular point in time, I was uh, violated with a beam of light. Hmm. Actually, uh, Mrs. Miller. Could you actually call it a violation if it was simply a beam of light? I mean, really. Of course it was a violation if the light goes where he shined it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, might as well get right down to it here. Did you feel any physical pain? No, it was not painful. It was humiliating. But I know that I was violated. How long did this attack actually last, this attack of beaming? Just seconds, seconds. Wow, he must be quite a guy. <laughs> the, the serious thing, the thing that I pray and I, I worry so much about, I just hope that I am not carrying a half-breed creature. I mean, for all I know, I could be giving birth to a flashlight. Uh. Oh, boy. You never know when you get him on the show what it's going to turn into. This is uh, <laughs> the bigger story than I thought. Are you actually trying to say that you could possibly whew, be pregnant <laughs> by a man from outer space? I mean, that's pretty hard to buy. That's what my husband said. Mm -hmm. I would like to, speaking of deviations, I would like to deviate for a minute. I happen to know these TV beams go into outer space, and I'd like to take an opportunity to address this intergalactic pervert out there. And uh, this is Jerry Hubbard down here on Earth. This is not how we handle the women in this world. You're dealing with the, the, the ladies of America here. It's not wham, bams, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm telling you, next time you get an idea to come down here to one of our women, the least you can do is take them out for a couple of drinks, maybe a nice dinner. Would that kill you? Maybe a movie. Uh, you like to go to movies, don't you, Mrs. Miller? Take her out and uh, shove some scrambled eggs and coffee down her throat. It wouldn't hurt to say an occasional, hey, you're looking nicer. Is that a new dress you got on? And then a little later, if uh, she doesn't have a headache or she doesn't have to get up early, then maybe it's time for wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Carry on like that with our women, believe me. Next time you try it, and uh, you your laser battery itself, we'll cut off your batteries and hand them to you on a silver platter.
wow, did it end? That was fast. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> huh. All right. It was kind of funny. It, was, it went really fast. Okay, we're winding down. Sorry, I'm multitasking at the same time. It's hot, hot, hot. Let's find a little comedy to keep us going. Let's see. Hmm. Trying to get it going. Betty Joe Tucker movie out of headquarters every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Computer's acting weird, so I'll give you a minute. And I will get something going. What do we got going here? How many minutes do I have? Ooh. Betty Joe knows you got to time this. <laughs> I'm trying to time it with the. Here we go. A little summertime music. Mike Rocket. <laughs> Never amount to much Say I graduate Last in the class I don't want to wear no tie They won't marry me But that's okay with me Cause I'm alright Man, this is crazy People in society Corporations run the lives I mean, they don't even know who they are
No, it is summertime. Pop the roof. <laughs> Turn up the radio. Hit the beach. Jump in the water. Delightful, nine minutes, so that makes it even better. And it's based on a true story, which is so cool. All right, Betty Jo and Gail, this one's for you. Today's well-dressed working woman is expected to balance her hectic business schedule with her equally busy social itineraries. A Fortune 500 Dynamo one moment, a charming corporate hostess the next. In a company-eat-company world, Any advantage she can gain over her male peers is important. The office is not the only business battleground. It is well known that many victories take place in the corporate social arena. Today's socially savvy warrior must utilize all her mental and physical resources. It's not enough to just know the proper table etiquette. She must also know the current trends, such as what power colors to wear after six, and who to talk to, and who to ignore. She must be alert and on her toes to gain any advantage over her business peers, no matter how unusual the client's request. In some extreme circumstances, she may even be called upon to dance the Lombada! When dancing the corporate Lombada, there are rules one must follow. Rule one, make contact with your partner. Rule two, lead without leading. Remember, a merger is more fun when you have inside information. Rule three, dance to win. And step and step and hit and hit and clench, headlock and dominate. Betty, Joe, Gail, ah, I love you. 
All right, and Vorpavite 3. Whoever Vorpavite 3 is, welcome to the chat room. Nice to meet you. I'll try to follow you if I can find you. All right, let's see if I can find you. All right, thank you for tuning in. This has been What's the Buzz, New York. And uh, thank you. Have a good day. Your host, Nancy Lombardo. Don't forget my CDs are available on CD Baby. Vorpavite 3. Okay. Uh, follow me, Borpa Light, and I'll follow you. Okay, big kiss. Bye-bye.